0: Hello, Nathan Foster here, and welcome once again to the Renovare Weekly Podcast. So, this last weekend, I had the privilege of being a part of the Ordinary Saints event with Chris Hall, my dad Richard Foster, and Brian Moricon. Uh, we had the event outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and man, it was just a just a great event. Um, and and just maybe offer a. Uh, a thanks to all those who came. Uh, really special time uh, with you all. So so after the event, my dad and I uh, decided to head up north, about an hour and a half north of New York City, uh, to visit some of the folks at the Bruderhof community. So, a little bit about the history of the Bruderhof. They were started in 1920 in Germany by the Protestant theologian Ephart Arnold. After the Nazi rise to power, they were forced by gunpoint to leave Uh, eventually making their way to the United States. Currently today they have over 2,700 members in 23 locations. Thirteen of their communities are in the United States. They're a Christian community out of the Anabaptist movement. And they live together with shared possessions, uh, work together in these communities, um, and have uh, the, the Plough Journal and Plough Publishing where they publish lots of wonderful authors. Man, I found it so helpful to be with them, and just really eye-opening about you know a way a group does community life together. Uh, they're very very inviting of my dad and I, and welcome people to to visit them. So I thought I'd sit down and interview a few people from the community. And so this particular interview is with uh, Leslie and Emily, and in this we talk about just what is it like in the community, how do they deal with. Shared possessions and uh, gossip and things like that. Uh, You'll want to tune in next week as I will post an interview that, well, really, a conversation I had uh, with my dad and Charles Moore, who's one of the members of the community and also an author. So, as always, thank you so much for listening and enjoy. And I guess what what I'm just curious to hear about is, you know, what is it like to live in the community, and what are some of the things that you found of value being here?
1: Where do you begin? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you begin? For me, it's I. whenever I drive out beyond the bounds of the community and the, drive past all the houses in Walden or beyond, I just marvel that I've been given a way of life that has a purpose beyond just me and my own life, my family and my my own future, but we mm-hmm. have a life that's has um, meaning for the kingdom of God and has meaning for brothers and sisters beside me who I love and mm-hmm. who, um, mm-hmm. and there's a sense of vision and a sense of being able to give myself every day to something mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. beyond mm-hmm.
2: my mm-hmm. sights. Yeah. Mm-hmm yeah I would say um, I remember one of my very first impressions when I first visited the community was that it is a gathered people, mm-hmm. and it made me think right away of what God longed for in Israel that mm-hmm. they would be a gathered people that would live differently than the nations mm-hmm. so that um, so that something of his will for the earth could be seen. Not just the governments of man and -hmm. the way that um, political and economic ways destroy man, really. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. how God wanted humans to care for one another from the time they're babies till they die. Mm -hmm. And that the money does not destroy Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That you can care for one another. Care for one another. Because
0: you guys don't have money? Not between us. No no no. possessions?
2: No, I mean, nothing. I mean, I have a photo album that nobody else is going to want besides (laughs) me. But um, as far as furniture or dishes or, you know, things like that, we, you know, use what is given to us, and we don't need to carry it all around with
0: us. Mm -hmm. And and here on the... uh, Fox Run is where we're at, right? Fox Hill. Fox Hill, sorry. Um, There's a factory, and you guys produce beautiful furniture, and Mm -hmm. then the publishing and the books. Everybody's working, and then the income that's generated goes to the collective purse Mm -hmm. to meet people's needs.
2: There's no money between our relationships. We don't think about money when we think of marriage. We don't think about money when we think of having children. We don't Uh think about money when we think of burying somebody. We uh-huh. Retirement or no, getting no. sick. No, You work till you're, you're you you can not work. You know you you give your all till you die. And however the community that is. helps take care of you, of course, twenty four seven if you need it. And that that's, that's my biggest joy,
1: hour by hour, day by day in our daily life. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and there's the sense that whatever problem will crop up, whatever we are going to face, is not on just a burden that you are going to have to bear yourself. There is an answer in the love of Jesus to each other, and there's an answer for every problem Mm -hmm. solved in community Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. Jesus is the center of our life and our one and only love.
2: And And it's not community for a lifestyle. Um, We (laughs) long, first of all, to be God's people, His church. And it's first being the church. That Mm -hmm. is my first calling as a Christian, Mm -hmm, to live mm -hmm. out being the church. And then, however, my work comes within the community, whatever, you Mm -hmm. know. And not that we don't think of each other and where we best can fit in our work, you know, who can do what. But when there's a greater need, you just do whatever you're asked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yet, the, the biggest longing for me is that there would be an expression of the church.
0: Mm-hmm. On the mm-hmm. earth,
2: and and often I think in our day, in many days, when you look at the church over time, because we live half in the church and half in the culture, the cultural mores win out. The mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. the church ends up bending to that instead, mm-hmm. and um, and so God, God's ways are not well represented many mm-hmm. times.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what it interested me is we got a tour of the factory, went through, and people are working. And I, I used to work in factories when I was in college, and this felt so different because it seemed like people were happy to be there mm-hmm. and not a sense of, you know, waiting for the weekend or waiting for a break, but just, like, I get to work, and there, there wasn't a sense of indentured servitude that I get to help mm-hmm. build this stuff for the greater good, and then you take the coffee breaks, and everybody sits in the kind of circle and just together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's just the yeah. I'm, I mean, it's really just kind of shocking to me. And the the sense of I mean, I've said it a few times, and I mean, maybe it's here and I'm not seeing it. But you guys, are nobody seems stressed out or anxious. I'm sure you find. Oh yeah, there are way, days
2: <laughs> we can. And you can stress yourself out about anything if you <laughs> try really hard. No, but, but it's um, certainly
0: not the norm here for people to be hurrying around. and
2: No, it, I mean, not in the sense of worrying that you're going to lose your job or lose your home or lose a person or, yeah. Or
1: your face or you, uh, lose face. Lose or,
2: face, yeah. You already know that you've lost total face. <laughs> <laughs> you have been nothing, living together for a while. You can relax, <laughs> yeah.
1: There's nothing to lose because we've all hit the bottom and are there together uh, in in a sense yeah. that we have become vulnerable to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we have nothing to hide and nothing to save. Yeah. And um, that is a tremendously freeing
2: that place is. to be. Mm. Very relaxing to not have to have an image that you're holding up or trying to hold up.
0: That, that fills in a piece for me. Because, okay, I'm, I'm an introvert, and the idea of living in a community just feels overwhelming to me. Yeah. But what I notice is there isn't, in in interacting with people and talking, there isn't the normal kind of social intensity or the talk just is so gentle and free that it's not exhausting to me in the way Mm. that normal social interactions are. Mm. And I wondered if it's some of that nobody's trying to impress. We don't need
1: to prove anything to anybody because we've all, (laughs) I mean, we live so closely together that we know each other already inside out and backwards. Mm. And what, that has all fallen away by now, and we can Mm -hmm. be who we are in our Mm -hmm. poverty, Mm really, which is Mm -hmm. truly, true poverty, and um, Mm. concentrate on loving the next person, um, Mm. who we, I mean, it's not always easy to keep in mind that Mm -hmm. Leslie, to me, is Christ's my brother Mm -hmm. Christ is Mm -hmm. in my brother and my sister Mm -hmm. it's not like it's there in front of our eyes all the time but Mm -hmm. that's That's this is where we want to be is uh, Mm -hmm. serving each other as we would serve Jesus and it's a gift Mm -hmm. and it's a tremendously wonderful and freeing Mm -hmm. thing
0: the other thing I'm noticing and help me out here I I see a lack I don't see ambition and when I I don't I mean that in a in a good way I mean, you guys work very hard, you know, very Mm -hmm. good work ethic and everything's neat and orderly. And, you know, there's a um, but in terms of personal ambition or people trying to, I don't know, get ahead or competitive or am I missing something or is that absent here?
2: I think there I mean, one of the basis for our lives and one thing that we feel strongly is that destroys in the world is personal power
0: okay
2: and and power always means you're going to step on somebody yeah and and letting go of personal power is a real calling for Mm -hmm. all of us every one of us it's way of jesus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean it's not just for community but that's how jesus was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um and so, yeah. I mean, whether we are, you know, whether it's the pastors of the church, whether it's somebody who oversees a department, it's always there to serve
0: mm-hmm. the other person. Mm-hmm. Does that work?
2: I mean, does that actually that people keep that? You have to. Well, if you don't, it shows up, and you would be spoken to about it. It would I be mean, addressed. Yeah, it community. would have bad fruit. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and you would see it coming out in community relationships
1: work with. Um, People, ambitious people it just mm-hmm. it quickly it's the most de- destructive, destructive uh, it's, it work. destroys
2: mm-hmm. souls i mean you've seen you know we have seen it in all the different cults you know you read about and mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. know i mean uh, there's plenty of it and in our own movement there have been times in our history and and it's it's the temptation of every human whether it's in a marriage or whether it's the pastor of a church or whether it's in a community setting you know mm-hmm. the 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 charisma of a person or the personal power can lead down the wrong
1: road. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: think each of us know it within ourselves, and has had to address it um, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. journey of to mm-hmm. repentance and to a place
2: where we are at peace with each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and, of course, it always crops up. You can yeah. take over work from somebody who's been there before and think, oh, I'm going to do this better. I can do this better. Why did they do it this way? And, you know, pride and that human competition can just always be there. <laughs> and yet you want to address it
0: in yourself. And,
2: <laughs> and you don't want to
0: live by that. And you work with each other in that? I mean, is that if somebody's kind of getting out of line, do oh, you come yeah. together? And mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you would definitely. One of our promises to each other is that, um, we would admonish or speak to one another, and that we are willing to listen to admonishment. That's a, a core, you know, promise that we've made—an agreement, a, a basis for living with one another. And mm-hmm. it's really. To me, anything we do here is what I think Jesus is longing that the whole world would, would do on a daily basis, mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. we could listen to each other's concerns and that we would go to the uh, another person if we have a concern. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a group I had some encounters with in, in England, and one of the things they had as part of their community rule is if you have a problem with someone, you go directly to that person rather than talking about them. And, right. And mm-hmm. they talked about how helpful that was to... Keep out of the gossip cycle exactly. and that. Are, do you guys have safeguards yes.
2: for that? Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they actually, I mean...
0: <laughs> well, They could. <laughs> they they, borrowed it from you, huh? Well, they might have, because, <laughs> okay. I
2: mean, we do share it with a lot of community groups that try to live together. Um, when we first started our community, um, the man who led it really, he said, if we're going to have one law, it's going to be the law of love, that we go straight to each other and we don't speak behind each other's backs.
0: And does that... Work? Do people
2: we often speak behind each other's backs, but we have a basis to call each other back to repentance, and we make it clear. We go back and say, you know, how I talked about so and so that was wrong, and I I am sorry. Wow. And and then you know we make it we make it clear when we do that. When any sin, if we do if we sin, we have to go back and speak it clearly that that was Uh wrong. To clear the atmosphere that, that that people know we're not we don't want to mm-hmm. live that way.
0: So it's a culture that is not accepting of gossip. Is that we try not fair? to be.
1: Well, yeah, I wouldn't call it a culture. I would just say we don't we don't gossip <laughs> and we don't allow gossip. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah, plain and simple doesn't work in community. Yeah. It mm-hmm. will pull us apart. Yeah, and when, no. when we allow it you see the fruits yeah. for later and you always have to mop it up. Yeah, When you mm-hmm. speak directly, it always has good fruits mm-hmm. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: just common sense. If mm-hmm. you want to last in community. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: sure. mm-hmm. to yeah. the community. Sure. Okay. So s- someone mentioned to me about the meals and why you all have gone to two meals a day rather than three. Could, could you share that story with me? How that came to be?
1: Um, I imagine it was Peter probably telling you about the, um, that decision at one point where we stepped back and looked at how well we were eating and how much we had. Um,
0: and you do eat well, if I can say. They grow a lot yeah. of things here, and the, yeah. the homemade bread and jam, and i you've been feeding me yeah. well. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're just godly aware how good we live, how well we live, and yet we want to live simply in solidarity with other people of the of the world and we need to constantly remember that people are starving they're living on mm-hmm. way be way below what they need and what can we do about it how can we live responsibly
0: mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. knowledge
1: and uh, we decided to cut that out one meal thinking of those uh, of that Now, that doesn't say that I have to admit that we eat another Mm -hmm. sandwich at the end of the day. I mean, we just Mm -hmm. make a sandwich at home, but we're not gathering and having a Mm full-blown meal time, And um, it's not a rule, Mm -hmm. but it's a reminder for us to Mm -hmm. live mindfully. And it also creates a place where if you want to quietly fast for something, it Mm -hmm. it makes it easier. easier. Yeah, Yeah, it's not so
2: obvious. Mm -hmm. And...
1: um, yeah, I think we each have to live before God, and in, mm-hmm. in that, on that score, and mm-hmm. um, in in community, there's also the danger that you are constantly aware of how the other next person is living, and aware mm-hmm. um, it's very easy to compare mm-hmm. and um, compete in a Yeah, and I find it a battle to stand before God and be yeah. who I am and, mm. and live consciously as, yeah. um, mm-hmm. before God and what I feel strongly about I, I maintain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, not be put under pressure by everyone else's standards but yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's a challenge but it's a, I think it's a, a very good challenge mm-hmm. and it's, um, mm-hmm. it's a challenge that forces you to grow and deepen your life
0: yes yes okay here's the question can people come visit
2: absolutely yeah we, we love would love it more than <laughs> <laughs> more people came what does
0: that look like to, for someone to come how would they
2: well just... if they communicate that they're interested in a visit in some way and we always say we um, you know you would just take, partake in our life and live with us and, and we won't pay you for your work and we won't charge you for your stay okay. <laughs> basically yep. and um and, you know, if someone is really seeking for their own life where to live and, and, and looking at our life as a possibility, then we do it as it comes, as it feels right. You know, I mean, if someone comes for a week and yet they feel very strongly that they, you know, feel called and want to stay longer, we might just extend it or, or maybe they'll stay for a month and go and come back. My husband and I, um, when we first visited... Stayed for a month at Christmas time, mm-hmm. and knew. I mean, I think. Well, I, I we each had our own personal visit, like um, alone. Just circumstances made it. He was there for a week. I was for three days. Knew from that first visit that this was where we were meant to be. Mm-hmm. But it took us four years a back and forth and visiting mm-hmm. back and forth, mm-hmm. and, and and just just issues we needed to work through, mm-hmm. things that we were confronted with that needed. Mm-hmm. you know, resolving mm-hmm. and things before we could really freely give our whole selves. Mm-hmm.
0: And and I think some of what we talked about earlier, Emily, was that for people just to come to learn f- from you and for you to learn from them, I mean, this, this is, you're not, you know, like a cult trying to recruit people. It's Mm-mm. just come. Mm-hmm.
1: No, we need, no, we need that interaction with other people. And we need to be... In tune with what other people are dealing with and the challenges they're facing, and mm-hmm. we need to wrestle those challenges through ourselves and address uh, it within our communities and find a way to um, um, carry the current zeitgeist uh, on our hearts and know mm-hmm. what what people are dealing with and. Uh, that can't happen unless we have interaction with others. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it's very important to us. And it, mm-hmm. we, in fact, it, um, I mean, we, we all know that word that Evar Arnold said at the beginning of our life together, he's our founder. Um, and if we are not, if we're just living here for ourselves, we have no business um, giving our energy every day. We, unless we are here, for anyone who mm-hmm. has a cause greater than, than themselves. Mm-hmm. We have no right mm-hmm. to exist. Mm-hmm. And um, it would have very little purpose if we would... Um, if you weren't welcome. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
0: So, oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, I'm just going to say, you want to support the greater Christian movement or, or even, even people that wouldn't even call themselves believers but mm-hmm. are living under the good spirit of, you know, mm-hmm. trying to seek and live how God
0: would want us to come join us yeah Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and and so people could go on maybe the website and email to say I'd like to Mm -hmm. come Mm -hmm. visit and they could Mm -hmm. come for an afternoon or Mm -hmm. a week or month or Mm
2: -hmm. yeah it all gets worked out I mean it's all circumstances and just we feel our way as we go with each person it's different
0: yeah and how many locations are there in the states uh
2: at least seven or eight larger communities and then we have three or four house communities Mm-hmm. Harlem, Albany, Saint Petersburg. Yeah. Most nice. are in
0: New York and Pennsylvania. Yeah, mostly
2: East East Coast mm-hmm. kind of area. New York, okay. Pennsylvania. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well thank you, Leslie and Emily. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. This is just wonderful and I'm I'm eager to return, huh? Great. <laughs> great.
2: That would be great. We'd love to it's see your life, family. <laughs>